Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Let's continue our examination from First Thessalonians of what the Lord has to say to us. Uh, you know, I'm sort of tempted to go back and recap everything again, but that takes so much time. Uh, if you haven't been with us and this is like one of your first times, back up a few episodes to see what's actually going on here. Paul's really encouraging these folks and exhorting them in a lot of different ways. Uh, they're new believers, okay? We can remember that. They are new believers. He'd heard some things that were going on with them, so he sat down and he wrote this letter to them. So in the fourth chapter, beginning with verse 1, he says this, Finally then, brethren, and I get a chuckle out of that because if you've ever read uh, any of Paul's writings that we have in Scripture, he'll say finally, then go on for what we call two or three more chapters. But the idea is that, okay, I'm winding this up, so give heed to this, okay? So finally then, brethren, we request and exhort you in the Lord Jesus. So he's, he's telling them, you know, that exhortation, again, is the encouragement with fervor, Okay. I'm exhorting you, I'm requesting of you in the Lord Jesus, and he's going to give them some instructions, that as you received from us instruction as to how you ought to walk and please God, and then parenthetically he says this, just as you actually do walk, that you excel still more. So he's telling them, yeah, I know that you're walking in a way that is pleasing God. And he says that from the first chapter, the things that he highlights there. He says, I know you're doing this, and I know that, you're, that you've received those instructions from us when we were there, and I know that you're walking the way that you ought to walk. Now, I'm just e exhorting you to excel even more in that, to walk in even greater ways in the way that the Lord has laid before you. Verse 2, he tells them this, For you know what commandments we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. So there's some commandments that he had given them. There's some instruction that he had given them. He doesn't tell us exactly what the commandments and what the instructions were. In other words, he doesn't say, hey, remember when I told you this? Do you remember when I told you that? But he starts dealing with certain subject matters. He starts dealing with some things. And because of the things that he's dealing with, I think we can safely say, okay, we know what the subject matter is, okay, because of what's happening and what's going on. So listen to what he says in verse 3. For this is the will of God. Oh, okay. He's about to tell us something that is the will of God. And that's a, a really great phrase. I don't hear it as much now as I did 20, 25 years ago. It may be because of my age. I don't know. But I, I know that, uh, particularly when I was in college and stuff like that, that that was very much a, a, a matter that came to people's mind all the time. What is the will of God? What is the will of God for this? What is the will of God for me? What is the will of God? The will, and and that's a good thing, but uh, it was really being misinterpreted and misapplied because the scripture is point blank about the will of God. And two of the really clear passages are here in 1 Thessalonians. This is the first one. Then we'll see one later on over in the fifth chapter. He tells us this, For this is the will of God, your sanctification. So what is the will of God? Your sanctification. Well, what is sanctification? It's from the word sanctus. It means holy. It means that you're growing in holiness. You're growing in righteousness. And, you know, I've mentioned several times on these times together, 
that we really have uh, uh, sort of confused this thing about holiness. Uh, out of my background, people just immediately and readily say, oh, well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'll always be a sinner, and there's no way I can ever be holy, so I just have to do the best I can do. Well, that's totally, absolutely wrong. Okay, it's absolutely wrong. The Lord calls us to holiness. He says right here is the will of God, your sanctification, that you would walk in that holy way. Well, then there's another school of thought that comes along and says, well, once you're saved, you're completely, totally holy, and you will never, ever sin again. Well, that's totally wrong, too, because anyone who is a true believer can make the decision to sin. That's all it is. We just make a decision. We make a decision to not abide in the Lord. We make a decision to walk outside of Him, and that is sin, and that breaks that holiness. But Paul's got something particular in mind right here, so listen to this. Verse 3 again. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. That is, that you abstain from sexual immorality. Aha! So there was something that was going on. There was some type of problem. There was something that was unclear among them. And he's exhorting them and encouraging them and instructing them and commanding them and teaching them related to this. So he says, you need to abstain from sexual immorality. Verse 4 that each of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. So he's talking about our body, about the vessel. And I love that picture right there because that which makes us us is our spirit. We're made in the image of God, and God the Father is spirit. So our spirit is that which makes us the individual that we are. But we are kept and we are housed in this vessel. So he's saying, here's what the will of God is. The will of God is for you to be holy, to be walking in sanctified uh, in sanctification, and that you are to know how to possess your own body in sanctification and in honor. In other words, to abstain from sexual immorality. Learn how to do this. Verse 5 says this, not in lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God. So he's telling them again, likely, revealing to them, that they are empowered to walk in a holy way, that they are empowered to abstain from sexual immorality. They're not like the Gentiles. The Gentiles do not know God, and they walk in their lustful passion. Verse 6, he says more about it. It's all one sentence. And that no man transgress and defraud his brother in the matter, because the Lord is the avenger in all these things, just as we also told you before, and solemnly warn you. So he had told them about this before. He had spoke to them before about it, that they are to be holy, that they're to learn how to possess their own body, not to walk in lustful passion, but to walk in holiness and in honor. And, but what's this thing about that no man transgress and defraud his brother? Huh. What he's talking about, and we'll, we'll see more about it as we go along, is that if you do this, if a man does it with a woman, then you are defrauding the brother, the woman herself, and the husband of that woman. That's what he's talking about. Verse 7, he says this, For God has not called us for the purpose of impurity, but in sanctification. So he tells us point blank, God has called us to holiness. He's called us to a sanctified lifestyle, not a lifestyle of impurity. And then our last verse today, verse 8. So, he who rejects this is not rejecting man, but the God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. 
So you can tell that there's people there among those that uh, were even believers that were having a hard time with this and saying, okay, what does this mean? Does this mean I have to change my life related to this? And Paul is saying, yes, you need to live a holy life. Okay, You don't need to transgress and defraud one another related to the lust of the flesh and the lust of the passion of the flesh. If some man comes along and rejects this, if there's someone there that says, no, no, I don't believe that, then they're not rejecting me. They're not rejecting what I'm saying, Paul says. They're rejecting what God says. And it's God who gave his Holy Spirit to you. And by saying it that way, he's saying the Holy Spirit will help you discern and will guide you in the midst in understanding how to live. Same thing is for us today, folks. The Lord has called us to know how to possess our own vessels and sanctification. And it is the will of God that we walk in holiness. So take this before the Lord and ask him, say, Lord, am I walking the way that I should? And listen to what he says. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.